Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. Okay, so in this episode, um, I'm going to talk about infidelity because this seems to come up quite a lot when I'm speaking to lots of clients and, you know, they're either worried about their partner cheating or they actually know for a fact the partner is cheating and not sure quite how to handle it and and what to do about it. So to start with, let's talk about, you know, if you've got any suspicions that your your partner is being unfaithful, what are the flags that sort of let you know that that could be the case? So my main flags that I would suggest might raise concerns would be uh, changes in routines, changes in hygiene and grooming habits, changing in uh, social media, email and phone usage. If these all go way up and your partner seems quite guarded about them, then, you know, something might be up. I'm not saying that's definitely that they're cheating, but, you know, it gives you a clue that, you know, probably all's not well in your relationship, at least, you know, whether he's cheating or not. It might be a sign that um, things are not in a great healthy space for you two at the moment. So look out for these signs and think about, you know, whether any of them are triggering that concern in you. Um, and, And think about how best to approach the subject with your partner around these issues without it being, you know, around blatant accusing <laughs> you know it, it could be that you know he's feeling unloved he's feeling um you know not disconnected and it might just be a, that he's spending more time on social media just just purely to distract him away from feeling a bit unhappy because he's he's maybe not feeling that you're very happy at the moment there are um strangely enough some key signs that actually give experts the heads up as to whether a couple are likely to experience cheating in a relationship or ultimately likely to get divorced or separated. And I'll run to run through, first of all, some six key emotions. So the six key emotions we experience in our intimate relationships are happiness, so that You know, obviously, if that's very present in your relationship, it usually is a great indicator that all is very well. There's fear, and and that could be an indicator that, you know, things are not quite so great, or it could just be your own insecurity. There can be um, the emotion of disgust, and that's not necessarily a deal breaker in a relationship. You know, we all experience disgust at some point or another in our relationships and it doesn't necessarily 
have to mean that um, you find that that's an unacceptable uh, anger again you know um, quite often we experience anger in our relationships towards our partner and surprisingly this doesn't necessarily need or lead to being a relationship killer and and the sixth emotion sorry the fifth I should say the fifth emotion is sadness now you might experience now and again feeling a bit sad in your relationship you know if there's been a bit of a loss of intimacy lately or in the past you might have experienced sadness and again that doesn't necessarily need to be a relationship killer so you've got all those previous five key emotions that are usually present in your relationship in one form or another happiness fear disgust anger and sadness and none of those necessarily lead to being a relationship killer but according to John Gottman who did um massive great study around relationships what he observed over a great many years of research and interviewing couples was that if the key emotion of contempt was present in a relationship and I'm not just talking about you know the odd time you might feel a bit of contempt towards your partner um, because there can be times where you you might feel that and it doesn't necessarily lead to uh, separation or divorce but if that is a regular emotion that that's coming up in your relationship from one partner or another then apparently this can be the number one predictor of divorce and as I said this is uh, based on a study by John Gottman and I suppose the best way to explain a little bit about what contempt actually means in terms of what you or your partner are displaying towards each other it usually means showing some sort of scorn or disdain or disrespect or belittling humiliating and demeaning through your words and behaviors so you know if that is present a lot in your relationship then this can certainly lead to infidelity and it obviously then can subsequently lead to separation and divorce and what Jock Gompman also said it is that it can be impossible to reconcile with your partner when you're convinced that your partner is, you know, feeling that sort of contempt at you or by you, you know. So have a think about whether that might be present and, and if you are suddenly aware that that is present in your relationship, what actions, words or behaviours you can do to, to address that. Because it doesn't help to lay blame. Even if you're the injured party and your partner is showing you contempt, that, that can be just down to their shame and guilt. And, you know, because of that, they're projecting that onto you. So it doesn't help to then point the finger back at them and saying, it's you, it's you, it's you, even though, you know, you may be the injured party. So it needs some very careful handling. So probably the best way to handle this is to initially back off and, and share it with somebody who, who will listen to you, who you feel safe with and who you can really speak your mind to and vent about your partner but but in a in a in a in a way that's not within your partner's earshot initially 
you know, because you want to be able to get those negative feelings out before you can then calm down and then speak to your partner in a more rational way. Because if you are able to speak to your partner in a more rational way and, and sort of be the bigger person in the situation, you're more likely to rekindle back that intimacy and get your relationship back on track if that is what you want. Now, if you're the one who's unfaithful and you're dealing with the contempt of your uh, uh, betrayed partner, is probably the best way I can put it across, all you can be in that situation is the safe person for them to then vent at. So don't start blaming or justifying and saying, you know, that it's because of their behaviours that have led to you going astray. Um, just be big enough to apologise, own the pain that you've caused your partner and offer to do whatever it takes to rebuild the trust. And again, if that's what you really want in the relationship and you are genuinely sorry and you are genuinely remorseful for what, what's happened and occurred. So what what things actually lead to feelings of contempt? Quite often, if we're feeling overwhelmed, that can lead to us feeling quite resentful of our partners, can't it? If we're feeling we're taking the burden of responsibility within the household, whether that's in a work sense or whether that's in the family sense or whether that's just, you know, around who does what regarding domestic chores and what have you. So if you know that you are in a state of overwhelm and this is leading you to feel, you know, to feel those feelings of contempt towards your partner, then my advice would be to take 20 minutes break and just focus on you and your well-being. I spoke about this in previous episodes, you know, so really go back and listen to those early episodes about how you can build that strong foundation to have that lasting, successful, intimate, passionate relationship for the lifetime of your um, here and your life on earth. So think about focusing on your well-being, focusing on things that make you happy, take yourself into a situation where you're giving yourself that break, giving yourself that time out. And this will help massively in not tempting you to engage in the three C's that I've again spoke about in previous episodes. Go back and listen if you've not already listened to those previous episodes around the three C's of criticism, comparing and complaining. Because if we use those things in our speech and language to our partner, then it's just going to be, you know, turned off from listening to anything else you've got to say. He's not going to hear you. And that is a big complaint from women. You know, they don't feel as though they're being heard. And it's because quite often our male counterparts are hearing that they're being criticised, they're being compared to something or somebody, and they're hearing it as complaint. So there's different ways to communicate that will open his ears and, and maintain that intimacy without you using the three C's. So your voice should always be one of um, a soothing approach instead. And you can do this by letting your partner know how you feel using that soft, soothing voice and letting them know how you feel and not making it about him, making it about you. So you can start that by a statement that starts with I. So, for example, you could say, I feel really frustrated. 
when the house is messy, for example, you know, or whatever comes next. But I feel is a great way to start a conversation around your feelings, which out, which doesn't sound to him like you're making it about him and making it about him hearing it from a point of view of being a complete, a comparison or a criticism that's about him. So I hope that's been useful. I will be um, talking about um, in the next episode ideas around um, dating. So this is another question that's come up quite a lot um, from people that have given me feedback. You know, they want me to do a podcast episode around dating and relationships and how you can best show a guy that you're interested in him. So I'm looking forward to delivering that in my next episode. In the meantime, always remember that true love starts with opening our hearts. Thank you very much. And until next time, bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email Lynn at hearts-entwined.com That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.